0: Well, we welcome you to White House First United Methodist Church, and on this Father's Day, did want to apologize for not being able to get last week's podcast out, Uh, but hopefully you're able to double up and hear the one from last week and this week's, all in the uh, same week there. But hopefully that won't happen again, but just wanted to Apologize about that, but hopefully you're able to catch up, or maybe you found our service on Facebook and were able to hear it. But at any rate, we are glad you have tuned in for today and looking forward to what the Lord has in store for us as we spend this time together. But at this time, let us go to our Lord in prayer and we will begin our podcast. Oh gracious Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you for what this day means, with it being Father's Day. A day where we recognize those fathers and father figures in our lives. God, as this day is a joyous day for some, it is a challenge for others. It is a time of sorrow if they have lost their father or didn't have the best of relationship with him. And I just pray, God, that you will... Do a work in each of us today with whatever spectrum we're on to find your love saturating every part of our being. God, use this time in a special way, and may we not forget to give you the praise. It's in Jesus' name that we pray, amen.
1: are the days of your servant Moses righteousness being restored and though these are days of great trials of famine and darkness and storm still we are the voice in the desert crying prepare ye the way The trumpet! trumpet.
0: today our scripture that we're going to be looking at is going to come from Ephesians chapter 3 verses 14 through 21. Father's Day. It's a day that's set aside to honor the person some think is the greatest man alive while others don't have that same opinion of him at the present. Sometimes dad's are placed second fiddle to the moms, and that's rightfully so in some aspects. But there are some times when dads think they've got all the weight on their shoulders. Want wanted you to hear a little story from a book that I have titled Illustrations Unlimited, and it's titled The Agony of Fatherhood. A young father-to-be, was pacing back and forth, wringing his hands in the hospital corridor while his wife was in labor. He was tied up in knots of fear and anxiety, and beads of perspiration dropping from his brow revealed the agony of his suffering. Finally, at 4 a.m., a nurse popped out of a door and said, Well, sir, you have a little girl. He dropped his hands, became limp, and said, Oh, how I thank God it's a girl. She'll never have to go through the awful agony I have had tonight. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes we do have uh, differences of opinions, don't we? Well, we've come together on this Father's Day to recognize our fathers here and the ones also that have gone before us. Everyone here came this morning with a somewhat different relationship with your father than the one listening in another home, or someone that is maybe even sitting beside you as you're hearing this sermon, and that's okay. So I hope that you aren't trying to compare yourself with others, or feel less than, if your relationship with your dad is or was not the most desirable, and also that we aren't too prideful of thinking that we're better than another person because our relationship with our father is so great. We're all an important part of God's handiwork. As I shared a couple of weeks ago about the pieces to a puzzle, we all have an important part to do. And every one of us are one of God's children. And he loves us all just the same. And we all have an awesome heavenly father. No matter what our earthly father relationship with is, we have a heavenly father relationship that I pray is strong and a priority as number one in our lives. The scripture that the Lord has led for me to share with you today is in the form of a prayer. It's a fitting prayer for everyone, but naturally the focus today is on Father's Day, so it does have a little more of a focus on the Father and that Father figure in the home. Hear now the scripture from Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14-14 twenty one. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. I pray that, according to the riches of His glory, He may grant that you may be strengthened in your inner being with power through His Spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, as you are being rooted and grounded in love. I pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who by the power at work within us is able to accomplish abundantly far more than all we can ask or imagine, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. This is the word of God for the people of God and we say thanks be to God. Paul was expressing a prayer for the Ephesians here that grew out of his awareness of all that God was doing in believers. This prayer still is spot on for us in this day and time as well. Now there's something unique that I wanted to share with you from the translation of the Bible that I read from today in the New Revised Standard Version. And it happens to be in verse 15. Again, if you have a Bible, you might look and see if your version has something similar to this. But in the New Revised Standard, there is a little letter as a footnote that follows the word family. And if your Bible has that, I would encourage you to look down and see what that footnote says towards the bottom. And for me, that footnote shows that The word family comes from the Greek word fatherhood. So the word in Greek is similar to the word for father. So it can be said that the family derives its name from the father. Don't you think this word could also stand for God being our father and we can commit our prayers to him in confidence? I certainly pray that that is our mentality as we go about our existence and our time of prayer to our Lord. Now, the content of the prayer that we read is found in verses 16 through 19. And here we see the fitting part for fathers in these verses. Now, there are two words that keep coming up in those verses if you look at it closer. And it's the words power and love. That's what our Lord gives to every person. Only some choose to use it for godly reasons, while others use it for selfish ones. Men, how do you think you're using the talents that God gave you? And then think, what if your child, if you have one, would say? Are we giving our children an example of the way we would want them to lead their lives or not? If we have been blessed with a wise and loving father, we should be grateful and follow his example. But if our father has not given us the best example of a godly father, we must rely on God's grace, resolve our anger toward our dads. And strive to be the kind of dad or father figure that we never had. It's not going to be easy. But with our Heavenly Father as a perfect example, we can learn to be the kind of father or mother or one of those figures to others each and every day. Now... Going back to those two words about power and love, I want to spend a few minutes on each one of them. First one I want to talk about is power. Here, verse 16 again. I pray that according to the riches of His glory, He may grant that you may be strengthened in your inner being with power through His Spirit. Anybody want to be strengthened in your inner being with the power through the Holy Spirit? Well, guess what? It's available, folks. Now, this isn't the kind of power that cartoons or movies portray of superheroes or commercials or shows that display people from the gym that have massive muscles in their arms and legs. But when it comes to real power, though that strengthening of our inner beings this scripture is talking about cannot come from working out and lifting weights, but instead it comes from who should be our one true superhero we look to, and that is Jesus our Lord and Savior. And it's not just power that he gives us, we also see that he gives us love. Verse 18 and 19 talk about us knowing the love that surpasses knowledge. Hear those words again. I pray that you have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Folks, if we look a little closer, that pretty much covers it all. I want to share with you the description the life application Bible gave to verse 18. God's love reaches every corner of our experience. It is wide. It covers the breadth of our own experience and it reaches out to the whole world. God's love is long. It continues the length of our lives. It is high. It rises to the heights of our celebration and elation. His love is deep. It reaches to the depths of discouragement, despair, and even death. When you feel shut out or isolated... Remember that you can never be lost to God's love. What a great description that was. And I pray that we're allowing our Lord's love to penetrate every area of our lives as these verses describe. God, who is infinite in all his characteristics, allows us to draw on his resources In this case, His love. But in order for that to happen, though, we've got to humble ourselves and allow His love to penetrate in us so that we can show and share that love for others. As we well know, some people in this world are not very lovable. And that's why we have to tap into our Lord's unconditional love in order to show everyone that godly love. You may have recalled in a time in a service, if after the offering is taken up, that people sing the doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures here below. Well, that is a a doxology. But... These last two verses that we read from Ephesians is also called a doxology or praise to God in which the Apostle Paul points out that God can do abundantly far more than all we ask or imagine and is thanking our Lord for all that he stands for. Anybody agree about our Lord with that? That can be said of our fathers here today. I want to thank each of you for how you have and are still raising your children. We praise you for all that you stand for and may you continue to strive and lead the example and life our Lord wants you to lead, not what others want, and that you will constantly tap into God's source of power and love to succeed in this awesome privilege and responsibility that you have in your life as raising children. My prayer is for all of us, both male and female today, is that we will try and show our appreciation to the male figures in our lives today and every day. That may be your dad, or if you're like me and you've lost your father, that you go to the one that has in some small way filled that role in your life. Allow our Lord to help us move past the negative aspects that we may have towards Him so that we won't be faced with the utter guilt in our lives when He's gone, if you still have Him around. I hope that we realize today that no matter who we are or what we've done, that it's never too late to let God start working in a situation and let Him shape your heart in a way that allows you to begin showing love again to that person, whether it be male or female. There may be some here that need to do that towards our Heavenly Father as well. Will you open your heart to your Father in Heaven? Will you allow Him to be your shelter in all areas? He is there to help you with the relationship that you have with your earthly fathers and all other people in the world, as well as the relationship that you have with Him as well. It's time we turn to Him for that help, if we aren't already. Let us go to our Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, we thank You for today. We thank You for giving us this opportunity to hear from Your Word this prayer that you led for Paul to pray for the church of Ephesus and how that prayer is also very fitting for us still today. Guide us. Lead us. Help us. To be able to be the image bearer that you need us to be. That we share that power that you have given us and that love that you have bestowed upon us to the people that we come in contact with, and for us to not use that power and love for our own benefit, but for your benefit, and to be that conduit for others to be able to see Jesus living and working in us. Help us in any decision that needs to be made, and may all that we say and do, in essence, brings glory and honor to you. And we pray these things in your Son's precious and holy name.